0: I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, well, welcome back, Solar Warriors, climate champions. This is another Tactical Tuesday here on Suncast. These are conversations with subject matter experts designed to give you practical tools, tips and advice for building your solar business or career and grow with us in this clean energy revolution here on suncast if thursdays are thoughtful insights into the who of the industry consider this the what when how where the tools of the trade if you will and very often as is today we bring you content from one of our many live broadcasts and trainings this one in particular is coming to you from the most recent live event that we've held, which is RE where we partnered with the conference to bring the Power Up Media Zone to life. At the Media Zone, we interviewed industry thought leaders, personalities, executives, and founders to glean their insights about the current trends and where the industry is going. This is one such interview, and I know you are going to love it. And if you're new here, I would hope that you will subscribe to the show. I hope that we earn your attention and trust after today's conversation. Of course, you can find more than 525 additional founder stories and startup advice over in our catalog of back conversations at mysuncast.com. You will also find all of the conversations that we streamed live from the Power Up Media Zone over on YouTube. If you just search Suncast Media Or if you just put in to YouTube the channel marker for Suncast Media, it's all one word, Suncast Media, you will certainly find our channel and become one of our more than 1,000 subscribers to that channel as well. For now, let's get down to business and tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, with another practical, tactical, live conversation from RE Plus here on Suncast. It is so good to have you here joining us on the stage to talk about the future of home. Jan and Nan, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you it's for having it. us. Let's take it from the very sort of the highest level. There is a macro theme, Jan, that we talk about, which is the adoption of these new technologies, new as of you know, the last 15, 20 years for homeowners to really think about how to electrify their lives, how to harness electricity in their homes, and what that does to empower them. And really, generally speaking, it feels like a relatively new industry, so to speak. For a lot of homeowners, it certainly does. But can you give folks a sense of the corporate heritage that is SMA? It's really been a cornerstone of the renewable, and the renewable sector for a long, long time.
1: Sure, I'd like to try to. It's uh, actually, Nico, it's a story going back all the way to 1981, when you had three college students, university students, deciding to do things differently. So they went into electronics, but they said, let's do electronics for the good cause. And I can tell you already that the good cause is being good for the planet. And this is really what's been embedded in uh, SMA's DNA since the beginning. So these three students started off doing all kinds of stuff amongst things like small windmills, but in the end, after a few years, they made a firm decision. Let's go for solar and namely solar inverters. And they were in a good time, they had good products and actually the environment helped as well. In Germany that started with a hundred roofs program, a thousand roofs programs Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So come the turn of the century, SMA really became the key player for what was then PV, which was panels on the roof and a solar inverter. Around that time, actually, also SMA USA was already founded. Yeah. So while our history goes back over 40 years, SMA USA is 22 years now.
0: Amazing. Yeah, you celebrated your 20th anniversary during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is a challenge.
0: You know, it's interesting because when you think about it, some of the peers in the industry that you're compared with, namely the companies that are top of mind for consumers, like Tesla didn't even have a solar division until 2015. and. SMA is you know, 40 years old with a 20-year heritage, a good, a good 15 years prior to, to companies like Tesla being having a presence in the market.
1: Yeah, definitely, and that's all fine. All players are welcome. If everybody contributes to literally a better world in terms of energy sustainability, that's fine, but you have to keep a few things in mind. You need to be in there for the long run. You need to deliver quality. You need to make sure that all you do is quality-wise. What we produce is produced energy neutral, for example, Those are the things you really need to be mindful of. We're not there for a quick hit and run solutions. We're there for the long run.
0: Well, it's something that globally is recognized for, you know, SMA in particular as a brand recognized for the fundamental solid German engineering of the product, right? It's something that it's been a brand staple for SMA. And it's one of the reasons that it is, it has had such a long tenure as a leading inverter manufacturer. Well, let's talk about the target audience for SMA, which is The homeowner, right? It's to own that space. And of course, SMA has product categories that extend beyond just the home. But we're going to focus on the home today. And I want to do that with the vice president of Home Solutions, Nan Pimentel. Nan, I'd like to hear your definition of home because I have a sense that it's a little different than maybe folks might be thinking.
2: (laughs) It absolutely is. You know, home is very different from utility and commercial. And coming out of a two-year pandemic, I think we all know more deeply what home means to us. And I started polling people globally. Anytime I talked to anyone, it didn't matter age, it didn't matter where they were located in the world. Home is a very emotional thing, right? It's safety, it's security, it's where you can be yourself and be an individual, it's where your family is. And those things aren't technical, they're very emotional and so, Home needs to be somewhere that people can feel safe. And our approach to home is different from our approach to CNI and to utility. It's how can we make it so that the homeowners utilize SMA to influence these things and to feel uh, safer, to mitigate against power outages, mitigate against utility rate, climbing up to kind of have a luxurious life at home. And that's, that's our, our approach to home. And yeah. that's what we think home is.
0: Yeah, it sounds like many folks are trying to think about how to empower the homeowner and how to be more as a product category. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how SMA is approaching this suite of products to address not, you know, you already are inside of many, many homes, many thousands of homes in the United States market, particularly. So how do you think about empowering the homeowner and bringing that sort of more holistic provision?
2: Absolutely. We want to empower our homeowner to take control of their energy. And it differs from homeowner to homeowner. It really does. So there isn't a a one solution that fits everyone. We want it to be expandable. You know, a lot of times these energy solutions are overwhelming financially for someone. And so let's let's start simple and then as their needs grow, let's build on it. And so our, our platform is a modular platform. We want to make sure that we provide everything and anything that's needed. Our brand is, you know, worth something because we've been in the industry longer than our warranty. Yeah. And we want to make sure that homeowners know that they can trust SMA
0: to be reliable, to be safe. And that's
2: what we stand behind.
0: Yeah. How many, market, how many market leaders right now can say that? We've been around longer than our warranty. I remember when I was at Trina, that was one of the number one things that that customers had an issue with, right? Is it, you're off, How are you offering a 20-year warranty when you've been around for... 13, 14 years. What kind of shifts are we seeing in the U.S. home market right now? And how do you anticipate that to affect the consumer mindset and behavior?
2: Uh, Historically, um, when you talk home energy, it's usually PV only. Mm. And you're seeing, especially if you're walking the floor, right? Mm. If you're walking this floor, you're seeing all sorts of batteries, You're seeing smart outlets, you're seeing just home energy solutions. People are talking about energy management, consumption metering. There is evolution and it's signaling towards a smart home technology, right? People want to control when their washer and dryer goes off. They want to control their appliances. They want to turn on the heater before they come home. So it's very real. And you can also see that based on market entrance, right? You see security companies trying to enter space. You see Google, Apple, Amazon creating things. You see Samsung, all the appliances are creating smart technologies. And even the IRA has benefits for the homeowner to adopt smart technologies. So it's very real. It's coming and it's coming fast.
0: Well, it's a pivotal time. And obviously we've got things like the inflation reduction act, but I'm curious, is there anything in particular in the American market that makes it, that makes now the time for this transition? Because we've seen other markets, and we'll get to Europe in a moment, where this transition has been ongoing for a while.
2: Yeah. Why um, now? Well, because utility rates are climbing, and people want to somewhat have a fixed utility rate, right? So the cost of energy has skyrocketed, both in fuel as well as natural gas and electricity. Yeah. People are buying more EV you're seeing higher EV adoption and usually EV leads to PV because everyone wants to charge EV with green power. And so with that, you're going to see people turn on. And most of my family and friends have the Alexa and everything else, and they like talking to it. People love the Nest thermostat. Yeah. it's very real it's all kind of segmented it's not standardized, and so we're, we're seeing people work together to somewhat try to figure out how to standardize the communication platform so that things can work together yeah. and so I, I really do see it as as a real thing and it's coming.
0: yeah well, Jan, I want to talk a minute about before we get expand out to the, uh, the to the macro market and how the global industry is driving the change that you're seeing when we talked before, Jan, you mentioned to me that from the very inception of the product that is uh, you know, the Sunny Boy and the, and the SMA inverter uh, line of products, you've built in the concept that it was more than just a power conditioning device. Could you talk a bit about the vision from the very inception and over the last couple of decades maturation of that vision for being able to have a beachhead inside of the home and then, ex- and then extend the product, the product mix from there?
1: Absolutely, Nico, that's exactly what we've been evolving from. I mentioned it in the introduction in 2010. Let's say you bought panels, you bought an inverter, and you started harvesting subsidies. These days, you don't want to do that. As Nan said, taking control of your own energy, that means that you need to have a system that controls everything. So over time, we went from approaching the end user, the consumer, with a, what now would be called cloud application, are so yeah. Portal close to one million user at the moment, yeah. which was really well received. But now we need to integrate that one and we're doing that with other sectors, what we call sector coupling. So you want to control in Europe, your heat pumps, you want to control here in the US, for example, also your AC, so an EV drives PV, mm-hmm. you could also say that the heat pumps drive PV. It's all inroads into that renewable area of working. And that's what we've been developing. We saw the sector coupling coming, I would say around 2015. So we started dabbling and and developing, testing. It happens to be that Germany is a real good test market because they are a front runner in the world. And that's also what we see coming now. What we see very active in Europe actually comes then to other countries. And I do believe that the U.S. is just at the verge of taking that step as well and going for total ownership of your energy.
0: Let's talk about that because I think that given that you are in Europe and you're the executive vice president for a business home, you have a vision or visibility into the kind of a postcard from the future like what we can expect in many ways like what's happening in australia is what we hope to see here from a dramatic reduction in upfront costs and permitting and things like that let's talk about what you see in europe from both the macro trends and maybe even geopolitics that are driving this moment this way for the electrification of the home and the, and the revitalization of the concept of home
1: yeah you said it it's It's actually not all rosy, what's driving the development now. We've got, we had COVID. On our own economic scale in the industry, we've got these component shortages, electronic shortages. And then on top of all of that, you've got a war situation in Europe. All these three things combined, actually boosted the whole development. People really now get enormously aware. I can tell you my energy costs next year are gonna be eight to 10 times higher than today. Eight to 10 times. 8X. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and that's kind of terrible but that's for a lot of people too terrible so they're urgently looking for solutions and that's what we need to provide now and then combine all of that and there's one more thing which is actually in the long term the most important one and that's the climate change yep. so in addressing this with a sense of urgency we're actually working to address that climate change solving we won't be doing it anymore we've gone too far already yep. but containing it and making it better again yeah, we can do that
0: Have you been curious about utility-scale storage? SunGrow's revolutionary liquid-cooled solution is revolutionizing the storage landscape. It's built-in DC-to-DC coupling combined with other features like higher energy density and 3% slower battery degradation make it a robust solution that companies nationwide are choosing. You can learn more about this innovative solution by SunGrow by visiting mysuncast.com forward slash SunGrow. Well, one of the things that as a company continues to further deepen their brand presence in each territory, they have to sort of become a little bit more nimble in corporate structure. Talk about how SMA over the last few years has really re-envisioned the way that you organize your leadership so that you can empower someone like Nan to own the North America market, but learn from what's happening around the world.
1: Again, you said it's all about ownership. So in the beginning, SMA was a company that made power electronics. Yeah. We made very good inverters. We were very good at that. And then as in any companies, you keep changing, you keep adapting to the markets. I'm not going to bore you with all the changes that we went through, <laughs> but I think the last one is really spot on at the moment. We have really now have a segmented focus where, as I said, Nan is the leader here for yeah. the US home segment. She owns that home segment sure. and we've done that globally. So in my team, we focus exclusively on all the needs for the home consumer. And this is also rolled out worldwide. So what we organize in the headquarters, we also match within the regions so that everybody sings the same song, but a dedicated song. Amazing.
0: Now I want to turn back to you. As you think about taking that ownership here to North America and you are re-envisioning how SMA both thinks of itself, repositions marketing collateral, and repositions the mindset of the deep installer network that you have. I'd love to hear how, from a leadership perspective, you all are adapting to the kinds of changes that Jan is pointing to, not just the geopolitics of Europe, but the rapidly changing homeowner consumer adoption rate of technology like Google Nest, like electric vehicles and charging. And they're thinking about things like, VPPs, et cetera. I think they're, like, homeowners are conscious now that they could potentially not just store electricity, but sell it back. How are you all adapting to that migration?
2: Absolutely. First and foremost, you create a home within your workspace and your company, mm-hmm. right? So I always tell my team we're a family because we spend more hours together than we typically spend with our own families. You know, it's at least eight hours. Yeah. And for us to be really successful as a team, we have to feel this safe, comfortable, especially when we're changing what we're doing. I often tell Jan, we're a startup in a large company within yeah. the home segment because it's evolved so much that we really don't have all the facts in front of us. Some of the things we're doing, it's just a gut check, you know? And so it's, I think it's true for the industry, really. Everyone's always kind of started with PV and now you're seeing people go different directions based on what they think is needed. And we're taking this opportunity to do just that. So we're we're focusing on, again, really trying to understand what motivates a homeowner. And you touched on VPP. Um, there's energy trading homeowners would love to make money with their systems. Yeah. And those programs are really real. Yeah,
0: especially um, here in California. It's already yeah, real in the last just three
2: months. Exactly. And it's something that we want. We are going to capitalize on our bench strength, right? We're one of the few companies out there that have foot hold on all three segments. right? We've got relationships with the utilities and we're we're working with them to really understand what their goals are for VPP. And then it it trickles down into home. And so it's approach that is a 360 approach that we're taking. But at the same time, our focus is also on the homeowner, as I said earlier.
0: As you were putting together your team and your approach to RE plus. It's the first time we're back in three years. How did you think about what you wanted to demonstrate on the show floor and how you wanted that to feel to the industry? There's not, I mean, we are all homeowners and yet you're trying also to communicate how they can sell through to the homeowners, the products that you bring into life. How did you think about organizing that for your booth? Well, have you seen our booth? I have. Where, where, well, why don't, where is it? <laughs> it
2: is right outside, booth number oh, one. Oh, yes, I did see the It's right beautiful. by the fountain. Together, it's big. it's humongous. Yes, it's right. Smart. It's yeah. to say that we were really excited about Replus is an understatement. Yeah, and we wanted to come in and really show the industry what we've been doing. Yeah, and we focused on each of our segments. If you've seen the home wall, you've seen the look and feel of our product. Mm we took a lot of time to really say, we don't want a box on a wall. We want something that looks really good. Yeah. I talk to installers and sometimes they tell me stories where they go to install the system and the wife comes up and goes, you are not installing that in my yeah. garage. So <laughs> we took that and we kind of joke about it a little bit, but we say, you know what, we want something that you can install yeah. in your living room and wow. you can show off to your, fam- your friends so it's, it's something that we take very seriously. Um, and homeowners do care about what they put in their house. It's their most expensive investment. And on top of that, investing in an energy store or energy solution is yeah. expensive.
0: How, how far are we from having, you know, a showroom where I can go in and say, I want the bookshelf model and, or I want the corner <laughs> model. Is that, is that a reality? Or is it always going to still be an industrial piece of equipment?
2: You know, I, I really think it's going to be less hardware yeah. and more software because yeah. you walk the floor you just see boxes uh-huh. right you don't understand what these boxes do but it's the hardware or the software that really shows mm. someone what it does yeah so that's the, i think that's really where it's going it's who can develop the best digital platforms yeah. who can really make it easy and simple
0: yeah
2: right because simplicity is what homeowners want no one wants an app that's complicated that is hard to utilize
0: what's been the response maybe jan i'd love to hear your thoughts as someone who's standing mostly you know observing and engaging as necessary at the prime position of the pole position the first place in the in the walkthrough everyone basically has to walk right by you all and the fountain what's been the response that you've seen from folks that are coming through and and engaging with the the new product line
1: how soon can we have it
0: ah (laughs) that's always good right yeah.
1: So that was the best response we could expect for I it. love that. It's, it's also good then to see if you start explaining to people like really your system is in your app and yeah. you can live the whole system and you turn around in our booth and you see all these elements combined. Wow. That's what people really like to see. Yeah. And they can relate to that in their own Yeah.
0: Well Jan, let's bring it on home with a final question. I'd love to hear what you see as the future of our industry be a little bit of a, a future teller for us and and bring us forward into maybe 2025. How has the US market evolved and, and the concept of home really become uh, transformed? Oh,
1: actually, uh, we talked about this before. I don't think it will be 2025, it will be quicker. Okay. I see with, as we spoke about all the geopolitical and the global events, things are in an accelerations and let's say 23, 25, People will actually come to their home, open their app, see what the home's been doing. Yep. And okay, this week I had so much, my app sold so much back to the energy utilities. We made good money and in doing so we actually did a little bit of good for the world. Yeah. So that whole experience is going to be far beyond just PV, yeah. it's going to be storage, it's going to be, your EV is going to be doing. but you know what? We can actually not predict what will happen. It's going so fast these days that we just need to be prepared for an ecosystem of energy management. As Nan said, there's a lot of talk about smart homes and that's all great, but smart energy homes, that's the thing we still need to do. And consumers really want that. Consumers just want a solution for themselves. And that's what we try to provide. We provide solutions by making systems and in those systems, you've got that energy management. You get an as a device, you get the energy management embedded in it, and then you can build and expand on it. And that's the whole thing. And that's SMA, but I think this is going to apply to the whole world, including, of course, the U.S. You're probably going to be a frontrunner because you've got this IRA now coming, and it's going to give a boost. Nana, are going to be
2: a
0: frontrunner?
2: We're going to be a <laughs> frontrunner. You We're know, my, my goal, I always tell the team, is home is where the heart is. Yeah. And my goal is to be the heart of the home.
0: I love it. on that, I couldn't possibly think of a better way to bring our session to a close. Nan Pimentel is the VP of Home Solutions for North America at SMA. Jan van Latham is the Executive Vice President for Business Home Unit. It has been a true honor to listen as we engage in what is the future of home here with two folks that very much have a deep inside understanding of that truth for homeowners, thousands of which are enjoying the product uh, that SMA has provided for the last 40 plus years. Thank you for joining us here on the stage at the Power of Media Zone. And thank thank you. you, Nico. It's been fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's live stream replay from RE Plus Power Up Media Zone. I want to thank once again the sponsors who helped make the Media Zone possible, in particular, Fluence, who is our presenting sponsor and our wonderful supporting sponsors as well who contributed to this show. Thanks again to RE Plus for trusting us with half of your booth on the show floor. And thanks to each and every one of you who not only showed up here for this replay, but who showed up live on the show floor to help create that audience atmosphere and give us that feedback right from the show floor. I'd love to know what you learned from this conversation. If you'd go to mysuncast.com and click on the episode notes page, you'll find a link to the show notes for this episode right in your podcast player in the description. We always link to it. And in that show notes page, you'll easily find links to all of our social media. Would you take a moment and go on to LinkedIn, find the post that we've made for this episode, and let us know what you thought about this one in particular? I know that the guests would love to hear your feedback, and I would love to know how we can make this a more enjoyable experience for you or where exactly this landed and resonated for you. How does this episode help you push forward in your? career, your business, your journey in this clean energy revolution. If you want to enjoy even more conversations like this, well, not only do we live stream the whole RE Plus event to our YouTube channel, which is also easily findable there in the show notes page, but we have more than 525 episodes, resources, highlights from all these discussions along with social media links and each guest's book recommendations, their insights and so much more over on our website at mysuncast.com. If you've been wondering how you could partner with Suncast like one of our sponsors did for this live event or like our many partners throughout the year have partnered on our mini episodes and our custom Tactical Tuesday episodes or if you'd like to just inquire about potentially having me look at your business through the coaching lens or as an advisor and investor and help scale your clean energy business, well, you could find out how to do more of all of that by going over to mysuncast.com. We try to make it a little easier for you to find the path that meets your needs as you scale your personal and professional journey in the clean energy economy. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.